A few days ago, we referenced our sister podcast, In the Village, hosted by Elizabeth Beisel. Her recent interview with Katie Ledecky was so insightful and fun that we wanted to share it to the podium audience. So for today's episode of our show, here's that sit down from In the Village. This podcast is presented by NordaTrack from iFit. Thanks. Oh man, how's your day? It's been busy, but I'm on the the tail end of it. Dude, congrats! Thanks. Like you're you're awesome. Um, okay, so to start, I'm gonna ask you to say your name and the medals that you won here in Tokyo. Okay, I'm Katie Ledecky, <laughs> and I won gold in the 1500 free. I won silver in the 400 free. I won silver in the 4x200 freestyle relay, and I finished it off today with a gold in the 800 freestyle. Big week of racing, pretty much to say the least. Um, So the podcast is called In the Village, so we're going to speak a little bit less about swimming and you racing and what everybody sees on TV when they watch you, and I kind of want to talk about what it takes to make Katie Ledecky successful in the pool beforehand, kind of like the behind the scenes stuff. So in terms of nutrition and in the village, what does that look like for you? How different is it from what you normally do at home? And maybe just walk us through a day of eating on a race day. Sure, so here in uh, Tokyo, we've had finals in the morning and prelims in the evening. So it's really important in the morning to get a good breakfast because finals are in the morning and so typically we would be having finals in the evening and we would be having dinner before finals or some sort of snack kind of a a bigger snack before finals so I made sure I had a really good breakfast in the morning I typically had oatmeal with a banana and two hard-boiled eggs with two pieces of bread with some butter on it and some orange juice and some coffee and that was all I needed really um and Then for lunch and dinner, I would sometimes eat in the village, but then sometimes also since we were on such a strict schedule and had very little time in between the morning sessions and the night sessions, Team USA has some uh, food service here where they brought some uh, chefs from the Olympic Training Center in the United States out here to make meals for us. So our nutritionist, uh, Alicia, has been... I don't know how, but magically these meals have been appearing at the pool and we had a microwave (laughs) at the pool and she would heat them up so we could eat the food either at the pool or when we got back to the village uh, so we don't have to make that extra stop to the the cafeteria. So I did a lot of that because of how busy my my swim schedule was. How far is the village cafeteria from where your dorm is? It's pretty close. It's uh, about... A four or five minute walk at most. Um, it's it's very close. So we're very lucky in that. And the cafeteria is also very close to the bus stop. So if you're going to eat and then going to catch the bus to the pool, it's very close. So that's very convenient. Okay, yeah, no, that's good. Um, talking about the bus system, because I feel like people don't understand that you have to take buses on a schedule to get to your venue. Sometimes they're late or early or they don't show up. Um, Can you talk about that bus system and how you plan 
which bus you're gonna take for what like time how stressful is that yeah i'm i'm gonna pull this up on my phone and show you because since i was so busy this week i actually created a notes in the notes app on my phone i don't know if you can see i had oh my gosh yes every day i had okay bus uh bus at 5.35, which means I'll arrive at 6. I'm going to warm up from 6.15 to 7. I'm going to put my suit on from 7.10 to 7.30. I'm going to warm up again from 7.35 to 7.50. I have to be in the ready room at 7.58 and I race at 8.18. So that was an example for my very first race, my 400 free prelim. So every single session I did that so that I could just not even think about it. I knew exactly which which bus I needed to take and how much time I would have. And I, I wanted to build in extra time in case I caught the wrong bus or the bus was running late or there was traffic. You have to plan for all of that in advance. And I knew I didn't want to have to think about it each day. So I just had my plan. <laughs> no, that's not right. I mean, like there are kind of bigger things to be thinking about right. other than the bus that you need to catch. Um, right. In terms of what you bring to the pool, like obviously suit cap, goggles, towel, what else do you bring? Are you bringing snacks on your own or are you relying on Team USA for that? What's going in your bag to the pool? It's pretty much suit cap, goggles, towel, as you said, plus racing suit, plus extra suit, um, plus extra caps, extra goggles, all of that. Um, Snacks we have at the pool, so I don't need to think about that. Uh, My equipment that I use for warm-up, I have that in my mesh bag, which we were actually able to leave that at the pool each day, so I didn't have to bring that back and forth. And then one thing people might not know is that every swimmer that swims in finals has to bring the metal podium outfit and media outfit. And so that's two different warm-ups. So like right now I'm wearing the media outfit because I'm talking to you. So I would bring this outfit with this pair of shoes, and then there's a whole nother outfit for the medal ceremony with a whole other pair of shoes. So it's basically two outfits with two pairs of shoes. And then I like to wear my parka when I walk out to the pool deck, which for anyone that doesn't know what a parka is, it's a huge jacket that takes up a lot of space. So for finals, I would bring a little suitcase with all of that gear that I needed and then, I would no al- way. and then I would also have my backpack. So we had this, these small suitcases that we were given. And so it was perfect for this trip because you can imagine if you put all that stuff in just a bag, it's pretty heavy. And it's, it's something that I didn't want to put on my shoulder. So I would just have my swim stuff in my normal backpack. And then I would roll this, <laughs> this little bag with all the extra gear that I needed for the final sessions. I love yeah. that. I feel like the media thing, the media outfit is new. Yeah, Di- typically. We didn't in, have that. Yeah, in past Olympics, uh, I think they've had us just wear the medal ceremony outfit for the media, but we've actually had two different outfits. So it's just another Ledecky extra has like thing. five, yeah, five outfit changes I swear in one night. Us, they just give us more clothes cool. every single time, yeah. Let's talk about the village and who you're rooming with and how much fun it is to just be in the village with your friends and teammates. It's so much fun, yeah. So I have a room to myself, and then I'm right next to... uh, So this is all in one apartment or one suite, kind of. So I have a room to myself, and then Allison Schmidt and Natalie Hines are right next to me. Like, we share a wall. And then Simone Manuel and Lily King are in a room together. 
And then Haley Flickinger has a room to herself. So it's two, four, six of us. And so that we have is like a dream rooms. apartment. We have those rooms. We have two bathrooms. One is bigger than the other. And we have a very small common room that just is basically a circular table with five or six chairs. So it's fun. We just, you know, there's some days where we play cards, we play games. I mean, once the meet got started, we didn't have as much time, but we would just sit and chat and goof off. And now that our meet is over, we have just one more session left uh, tomorrow where we're going to go cheer and we have to pack and I know we're just going to be so exhausted, but just going to enjoy the last, you know, 24, 48 hours together as a team. It's a really special team. So I'm going to miss them. It's, it's kind of, it's hard because you spend so much time with these 50 people, these 50 teammates for five weeks, and then you have to say goodbye. And, you know, at some point you get together again, but never for that long of a period of time. And so I think we're all just trying to soak in every last minute yeah it's like being on that team is such a special experience that it's hard to put into words right unless you do experience it um lastly what is the difference from 15 year old katie ledecky in london to katie ledecky now in tokyo 2020 2021 and i i have to just put in my own little word here it's been so cool to watch you go from 15 year old Ledecky to where you are now and take along Katie Grimes with you like your handshake with her today (laughs) in the pool like like how has it been how's it been how has that journey been for you what's what's the difference between 15 year old and you now it's been really cool I uh, I think you'll probably remember when I was 15, I was pretty quiet and I don't, I don't think I was fully comfortable being around all these swimmers that I looked up to for so many years and was just starting to feel like I belonged at that level. And, uh, obviously now I'm one of the older swimmers or one of the more experienced swimmers on the team. And this was a very young team, which was really different, uh, and really different to experience it on this side. And, I think all the veterans, we just tried to watch out for them and give as much advice as we could. And as you said, in my events, there were some of the youngest and it was so cool swimming next to Katie Grimes today in her first Olympic final. And she just killed it. She crushed it. And she had such a great prelim swim, went her best time in finals. She went her second best time again, faster than what she went at Olympic trials. So I was really proud of her and she gives the best high fives. And she's been cheering like crazy in the stands for our team this whole week. And so we've been talking about wanting to create a handshake. And so in warm-up today, we finally made a a really quick handshake. And uh, after the race, uh, I think she was a little disappointed that she got fourth, which she shouldn't have been because it was amazing. Um, It's an amazing accomplishment uh, at age 15 to get fourth at the Olympic Games. I was like, come on, Katie, we got to still do our handshake. Um, so it's, it's just like a, a clap, clap, cross clap, cross double over. clap. Yeah, <laughs> uh, pretty simple, but I'm glad some people got some pictures of it and captured the moment because I'll always remember getting that opportunity to race with her. And I know she was soaking in every moment of it. It was really cool to see her enjoy it as much as she did. Yeah, and I think that's something that she will pass along to the next 
fifteen year old that comes along. I know, so. right? She was saying like, "Hey, maybe in you know maybe in nine years I'll be twenty four at the Olympics with a fifteen year old." Um, it's pretty cool, and it's it all comes full circle. <laughs> it does. It always does. Yeah. Um, Ledecky, congratulations on an incredible Olympic Games. Thanks. You're busy. Go home. Thanks. Try to get some sleep. Travel Thanks. safe. Um, and I hope that I get to see you soon. I know. I want to like person actually and give, and give you, you the a biggest hug. hug. I love you, Bizel. I know. And I love you too, Ledecky. We All right. Spend some time. Spend some time together. Yeah, we'll we'll find a time. Don't All you right. worry. Congrats. Soak it all, all right. up. Like, take a minute to just soak it in. All right. Thanks. If you liked the interview with Katie Ledecky, make sure to check out In the Village on Amazon Music. This podcast is presented by NordaTrack from iFit.